the ghostly chronicles. Or maybe my brother isn't a complete idiot. Last time we met up with Barry and Sarah at work at the Snoozeland Motel, a rundown motel owned by Barry. A mysterious stranger came looking for Sarah with an ominous letter, advising her of her brother's strange disappearance. They were headed to Rick's apartment to see if they could find more clues, and they found more than they bargained for. Rick in dire straits with something strange with his eyes. Let's find out now if Rick is okay and what can be done. Your eyes, your brown eyes, they've gone pure white. Jeez, sis, turn that off. It's like you're trying to burn my eyeballs straight through. Uh, ow! The eyes! Damn it, the eyes! We have been over this three times now. I know my eyes are screwed up. Where is the book? You know, the stupid book you have that's supposed to tell you a ghost's emotions through their eyes. You think I'm a ghost now, eh? Ooh. Oh, hey, sorry about that. Um, hi. Uh, let me see if I have something to help you with that whole eyes burning thing. Uh, here you go, pal. I've got a real fine pair of shades for that affliction of yours. Now all the white light is just orange. Bam! Found it! Mary Riley's Melancholy. The way to read a thousand ghosts' emotions. Hmm. Mm, page 77. The pearly white phenomenon. Yep, sounds about right. While a living man's eyes do turn to white after the removal of the iris, a ghost's eyes will lose all color as a result of the removal of all bad spirits. I am a living man! This is ridiculous! Hey, dude who's here with Sarah, do you mind turning out the light for me? Thanks. Hey, now that I get a chance to look at those sunglasses, these are pretty dope. Indeed they are. Got them back in the 90s during my brief stint as a hard rocker. We never were Nickelback, nor did we ever want to be. Wait, how can you see his sunglasses when it's pitch black in this room? ay Ugh! You and your stupid so-called magic orbs. Oh, God! Turn it off, sis! Mm. If anyone is a monster here, it's gotta be you, Sarah. <laughs> I'll never grow tired of bugging you, you know? Now, do you mind grabbing the book off the bed for me? Sure. Again, Rick, you mind telling me how you acquired night vision? I don't know. It was really an instantaneous sort of thing. We were interviewing this... this young girl for our show. Season 3 starts airing this Saturday on Trace, by the way. I'll watch it, Rick. Boys, we have to focus. Who was this girl, Rick? Well, we never got her name. We're inside St. Sabina's and... I mean, what happened on the tape is exactly what happened for real. I asked her to take off her glasses, and she wouldn't. I was trying to help her, but I can't force her to do anything. We've already almost been sued a couple of times before. What happened when she finally took them off? I mean, after the tape cut out. Well, our flashlights went out. And then the lights in the school all turned on. There were so many lights. It was practically blinding. The girl, she kept saying that Eileen was coming. She could hear her, but I heard nothing but silence. For a while, I was in a trance like I had died. Well, that theory can certainly be tested. You insufferable. Shh. 
Trust me, you and I both know how stubborn she can be. Best to just go with the flow and let her fail herself. I find that usually works. Barry, buddy, this certainly is not usual. It says here that the first thing to check for signs of death is the palms. <laughs> Man, that's obvious in hindsight. So, Rick, just come on. Sarah, how do you think I was able to bring that tape back to my apartment? Great question. How did you bring the tape back here? Well, I did not want to take any chances whatsoever. So when she said Eileen was coming, I turned to go, but my whole crew was gone. Everyone had already left me. Now, to be fair, it was already hard enough to convince three people to come into St. Sabina's at night with me. I don't expect that they stuck around long once we found this girl. All they had left was that tape. At least we know when the crew ran off. Hey, don't be so down, Rick. I'm sure they didn't want to just abandon you. Maybe they didn't have a choice. Well, maybe Eileen got to them. You wouldn't have known since they were far behind you. That's how the girl heard Eileen. We just don't know what Eileen was doing. I mean, I don't even know what Eileen is, and only one way to find out. <sighs> Wait a second, how stupid of me. Give me the keys, Rick. You can't drive. If you're gonna be like that, why aren't we taking your car? Are you just that desperate to drive my Volkswagen? Buddy, you can't even see the road. Well, fine. But as the owner of the car, I command that Barry drives the car. Oh, no, Rick. I am most certainly not involved in this. Get in the back, Rick. Oh, so now I'm being displaced in the front seat? I am of the understanding that you likely can't read Google Maps off a phone as of right now. That's what memory is for. Let me just explain it to you. Oh, man. You two are seriously switching seats? Hey, Scooby, Shaggy, get in here, will ya? All right, we're ready to roll. What's the address, Rick? 22 West Van Buren Street. Okay. Wait a tick. Isn't that Al Wood's apartment from the Blues Brothers? Uh, Barry, just do a Yahoo search for St. Sabina's. Yahoo? You guys have no idea how many times Google has got me lost on the way to dates. All right, all right. Let's take a look. Slow down, buddy. We don't even know where we're going yet. Guys? Just do a search for St. Sabina's in Chicago. Sarah, you might want to start driving. He's right, Barry. Let's at least get on the main road so the satellites... Actually, you should start driving before that zombie-looking dude gets any closer. Wait, what? Ah! Right, right. The first step is to turn right. I've lost control. We're drifting out of control. I'm, I'm not responsible if we kill this man. Look, look, look out! Uh, did, did we hit him? What's still left of the poor guy? He, he just vanished. He was there, and, and then he was gone. No hit, no sound. What the? Well, this does tend to happen sometimes. What do you mean? Simply an apparition, sis. You see him, but he ain't really there. At least in flesh and blood. How'd you see him before he turned the headlights on? I hope you realize you're doing a real poor job of convincing me you're not a ghost, Rick. Did you forget I have no freaking iris? 
I can't really control the fact that any and all light available floods my eyes. Take a left, you take a right, then a left, then Highway 51. Is he correct, Barry? I wouldn't be testing your brother like that at this point, Sarah. Welcome to St. Sabina's, folks. Don't you just love that 1960s tie-dye paint job on the front wall there? Uh, everything just looks black at night, Rick. So, uh, are we just investigating the outside here for footprints and bodies and the like? Barry, no ghost is inherently scary. How do you even plan on getting in? Well, last time my cameraman Jorge just climbed up into that window there and unlocked the door for us. All right, Barry, you're up. Yeah, you have fun with that, Rick. Yes, I will have fun waiting patiently hey, for you to unlock that door. <clears throat> you mean this one, hothead? Thank you for listening to our podcast series, The Ghostly Chronicles. It's been great having you join us in our adventures, and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Visit us online at www.theghostlychronicles.com. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share The Ghostly Chronicles on iTunes, YouTube, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you may be listening to this episode. See you next time as Barry and Sarah continue their search into the paranormal, weird, and unexplained. The Ghostly Chronicles. Chronicles.